0: Welcome to your food looks funny. I am Marcus T, and today's topic is gonna be picky kids.
1: I'm not eating that. I'm not
0: that. All right, so today I'm here with my cousins Daniel and Kelsey. They have their own trio of daughters who uh, who have their own preferences when it comes to eating. Uh, So we're going to go over some of those preferences, just a little talk here, just a little talk about the kids, how we were as kids, some funny stories about when we were kids, probably more about me than anybody else, but we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, I don't dig my own hole with this episode, but we'll see where it goes. So Kelsey, we'll start off with you. How is it being a mother to three young daughters?
1: It is, it's great. Um, I love it. I always thought that I wanted boys, but I, I'm happy having girls. I feel like it fits me. It definitely has its um, challenges, but overall, it's lovely.
0: Do you think it would be any different with the boys?
1: I do. I mean, um, really just based on other people's stories of what it's like to raise, to raise boys. That's all I have to go on.
0: Daniel, how's it? How does it feel to have uh, three girls? How did that work out for you? It's awesome,
2: but as you know, maternal side we come from a very male-driven, or uh, the majority of people cousins and my siblings um, out of forty grandchildren on my mom's side. You know, the bulk of them are boys, and in my household, I have two brothers, so. you know, So it's inverted with my situation. You know, my mom had a husband and three sons and I have a wife and three daughters, but I always wondered what it would be like to have a sister. Um, So now I got something like that, but it's super cool.
1: Yeah. And also for me growing up, I um, always wished that I had a sister and I did not, I had, you know, just a, a little brother, um, so it, it always just kind of trips me out that I ended up with three girls, and I watched them have that sister dynamic that I always wanted, so that's, that's, I love to see that.
0: So, Kelsey, not only did you not have sisters, you didn't have any younger, or older siblings either.
1: Right, and yeah. Daniel
0: only had older siblings. Yep. So, how that worked for y'all, too? Being the youngest and being the oldest, do you feel like you're an oldest child and you're a youngest child?
1: Just being the oldest child, I feel like I can kind of relate to Dion, our oldest, um, who is six, because you know, I I just know what it's I just know what it's like to kind of sometimes you you get in trouble for things that your younger siblings do. Um, and you might not have had anything to do with it, but if you're, <laughs> right. if you happen to be right there, <laughs> right. you'll be know? by association. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I always try and take that into consideration. Um, cause I know what that's like.
0: <laughs> so being the oldest and you made reference to Dion, I know Dion might have certain preferences when she eats as opposed to maybe your other two mm-hmm. what have been some differences in feeding her that uh, you might not have been expecting or just have been different with feeding you know, somebody else or a child that is okay. so
1: yeah. when, De- when Dion was you know first started eating solid food she was not picky whatsoever mm-hmm. she ate everything Daniel would take her to his mom's house who you know is a mm-hmm. A great cook, and mm-hmm. there's always food, and Dion would eat all kinds of things. She would eat whatever. Um,
2: Black-eyed peas. Yeah. Grains. You name it.
1: Everything. And then as she, I don't know, I would say around probably two, she started becoming picky, but it's actually, like, people say, you know, they'll grow out of it. Hmm. For her, I feel that she has actually gotten more picky. <laughs> she has gotten more so piggy
0: she, she's growing into it not out of it. no you know?
1: yeah it's it's pretty it's actually extreme i always thought that um i would be one of those parents you know you hear about parents who like cater to a, a certain child who right. won't eat certain things and I was always like, that would never be me. My child is going to eat what I cook.
2: It's crazy. (laughs) And
1: here we are making little side dinners for Dion. Um, Because she's very picky. She likes like three dinner items. (laughs) She likes tacos, spaghetti, and pizza. Those are like the main... Dinner type meals. of food yeah. that she will eat. Yes.
0: So so she's Italian heavy with a with a side of Mexican in there. And bread. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And bread. She loves. She will just eat bread. Like when we go to his, my mother in law's house. Um, if there's cornbread, Dion will eat like four pieces. You know of cornbread, but nothing, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> banana, but, the,
2: know,
0: banana bread.
1: Yeah, yeah. All, any bread. She's into that.
0: Mm-hmm. Daniel, have you seen any difficult? I, I know both of y'all cook, so how has it been cooking? Again, you got three daughters, so again, you come in from a family full of boys, and now you're cooking for your wife and three daughters, and you have different preferences to cater to How has it been working with kids. And, and again, you were the youngest, so it wasn't like you had to cook for younger siblings or anything, so.
2: Right. You know, in my household, there really weren't too many requests for dinner, you know, you, you ate whatever was being cooked mm-hmm. I enjoyed whatever was being cooked, I mean, for I the most it, part I, I had enjoyed certain, it too <laughs> you know, <that> was good. <laughs> sure I had certain things that I didn't care for but overall I ate what I was given with my nuclear family my wife, you know, she's a very, she has an open mind and willing to try different things discuss Dion a little bit um, Nova Nova's a little foodie, yes, so she'll, yes. she'll she'll she's, she's she whatever. she wants to see the process, and you know she wants to eat you know try different things. Sahan uh-huh. initially, you know she was uh, trying different stuff, but I've seen her change. She's becoming more picky a little bit. Yeah, she's more choosy.
1: Yeah. She's more choosy, so... Yeah, Nova's really interesting because not only does she love to eat, but like Daniel said, she likes to see the process. Mm -hmm. So I always say Nova's going to be a really great cook, I'm sure of it, because she wants to be in the kitchen watching, you know, everything you do. She wants to help. She's very into it, so... And I know, I look forward to uh to her cooking for me when she gets a little bit older for set sure. Set
0: him up for success.
1: Yes.
2: No, you know she's meat heavy. You know, yeah. She 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 wants <laughs> that uh you know that's her primary thing. She wants the meat.
1: She says more meat, please. Sahan, I'm here for
0: the drinks.
2: <laughs> more meat. <laughs> Sahan, she. You know, for the most part, for the bulk of her life, she will want the vegetables, mm-hmm. and Dion wants the bread. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it breaks down it generally.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> so they they all eat in separate parts of the same plate. Yeah, literally. Gotcha. Any other uh, interesting tidbits that you had to deal with feeding your own kids?
2: Well, if I could bring up, you know, some of your previous something stuff from your previous podcast, man. Um Dion is like you were just making me realize so many different things. She's like, she's too young to understand what you're talking about, but she is your target audience. <laughs> I remember you were talking about trying new things shouldn't be like a punishment.
1: Oh man, it is to her.
2: And there's been more than a handful of times where we're trying to instill the idea of not wasting and just being appreciative of what we have she's a great kid but Mm -hmm. those moments have like turned into you know breakdowns like emotional breakdowns you know and
1: also she she has um texture issues like you have discussed and but it is so severe to the point she will start like if we want her to try something new that she does not want to try she might eventually try it, but she will start gagging. It's like it's it's bad. I've been there. So yeah And not because the food isn't good <laughs> Just because she can't handle She can't handle certain textures Or I don't know. I think sometimes she just really psychs herself out of it before she even puts it in her mouth
0: Matter of fact going along with that right there kind of transitioning into the next thing uh, us as kids so us we're all Adults were all in the 30-year-old age range. Um, As a kid, around that same age, I don't think I ate salad. And I'm pretty sure that I I would gag in order to get out of it. But Dad tried to get me me to eat salad one day. I probably had to be around 7 or 8 at my grandparents' house. And he sat it on the floor in the middle of the living room. He was like, you're going to eat this salad. And uh, it had tomatoes or something else on it. First of all, I was anti-lettuce, anti-tomato at the time. So, I just knew I wasn't going to eat this. I just had to come up with a way to convince him that of that. Because it wasn't as easy to convince him that I wasn't going to eat stuff as it was mom. Mom would just go get me whatever because she didn't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. But dad was like, you going to eat it. I don't care if you sit here all day. you going to eat it one way or the other.
1: I'm not eating that.
0: I'm pretty sure I proceeded to gag and put it right <laughs> onto my uh, grandmother's <laughs> carpet. And I don't know if I got beat or not, but I remember I did not eat that salad. I did wow. not eat that salad. I would go to extremes to get out of it, but I wouldn't eat. It. Yeah. Um, do you guys have uh, any stories from when you were kids? Yeah, any preferences that you may have had? Yeah, Daniel knows me from when I was a kid. He may have some things that, you know, that I didn't eat as a kid. Don't don't take it personal. Again, I'm a chef now. I grew out of it. It happens. I, I still don't like eggs, though. I'm not eating eggs. You don't eat eggs? Not at all. Wow. <laughs> no. I, if if you overly dressed a deviled egg, I might eat it. I made some chicken fried deviled eggs uh, one day. It's like a, You take the whites and you bread the whites and fry it just like it's a piece of chicken. Then you add the filling to the inside. and Then I took some chicken skin, fried that, and added that as the garnish. But anything from when you were kids, any preferences that you had that you didn't grow out of, that you may have grown out of, something that you didn't eat when you were a kid that you now love.
1: Yeah, that's interesting to me. Just I've heard several people talk about when they were younger they didn't like a certain thing, whether like uh, something I can think of for myself is like onions. I hated onions, couldn't stand them. Now I can eat them just plain by themselves. Um, Mustard couldn't stand it, ended up liking it. Yeah, those are just a couple things I can think of that I didn't mess with at all that I ended up liking. What about you?
2: A couple things that I I'll eat, but I still kind of feel the same way as I felt when I was a kid about not really caring for it that much is sweet potatoes. And sweet corn that is, like, cut off the cob. Come on. If it's corn on the cob, it always tasted different to me. Like, I could put some butter and salt. Like it just tasted closer to savory more than sweet. I just have something about sweet things with, like, a savory meat dish. I'm real. It's a touchy It's a touchy thing. Sweet know? potatoes?
1: He's still. I, I made sweet potatoes for dinner. Tonight, and he did not eat the one I that can, I made for him. I feel him. like I could eat it
2: by <laughs> itself. I, can, I will enjoy it more by itself than with certain other things on my plate. Like if I got mashed potatoes and I got. I don't think I knew that Some type of. That's what my mom always
0: said that. uh You said corn cut off the cob.
2: Cut off the cob.
1: Is what you don't like.
2: Is what I don't yeah. prefer. I prefer it on the cob.
0: So it's at the same level as when you were a kid. You didn't like it then, and you still you still on the same.
2: If, if I'm in a some, if there's a dinner prepared and that's there, I could skip that. I hmm. could skip putting that on my plate, and my mom would notice that I didn't put it on my plate, and she always thought it was weird because she was a picky eater, and Grandma would cook her corn because she knew she would eat it. Mm-hmm. So my mom would just eat corn.
1: which is what she started doing for our daughter
2: dion dion stopped loving corn as much
1: yeah interesting
2: but one thing that i did abhor kind of detest or just thought was strange that i now love and appreciate is mushrooms you know not only Mm. because of their versatility and health benefit but what they are and what they provide to the world you know just mm-hmm. connecting all the plant life and just being this super interesting organism
0: yeah i think me and mushrooms have a love-hate relationship when i was a kid i barely wanted to look at them and that's how my older brother lamar got me to not eat up the pizza if he would order it with mushrooms on it
2: that's what i'm doing now
0: you And. And I did not want to go through the effort of having to pick off mushrooms from the entire slice of pizza. So I would just, uh, I think he would, he might order half and half sometimes, but rest of the time he just didn't consider my feelings and he couldn't cook. So this was the only time that I was going to get fed by him is if he was going to order pizza, he was going to buy Lee's chicken. Or he was gonna try to bake chicken which never came out well um, it always had this slimy skin texture like it never got crispy <laughs> and he would do like some Velveeta uh, rotini with cheese and broccoli or something that was the best part of the meal right there you yeah. can't mess that one up yeah but you can't mess it up but he didn't mess it up so he networked so hard to find people that can cook in his circle that way he doesn't have to mm. If we, have a, if we have a potluck, which I'm still not a fan of, by the way. Fight the potluck. potluck. If, if we have a potluck and he brings a dish, chances are somebody else made it for him. Or he procured, <laughs> procured it from somebody else to make for him. Probably me. It was probably me. So Ghost anyways.
2: cooking. Right.
0: <laughs> Straight up. So they'd be like, hey, Lamar, can you bring a dessert? That last one you brought was good. And they'd be like, uh,
1: yeah, sure. <laughs> but does he tell them that? Do they know that he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he'll, okay. he'll tell
0: them be like, yeah, my brother made this cake, okay, and, gotcha. and he'll pay for it. I mean, it's he's he's very supportive, and he, like I said, he'll tell you that I'm not cooking. So uh, mm-hmm. kudos to him for having a brother that's a chef. I guess you know, right? Self, Funny how that up. works out, right? But mm-hmm. uh, our mom was a professional cook, and I understand now why she didn't like cooking as much when she got home. She, mm-hmm. She brought a few dishes uh, home from work sometimes. And she worked at a a veteran's home, which is like an old senior center. So some of the food that they had wasn't overly seasoned. So it'd be like bland sometimes, but she would add a little bit. Um, But most of the time I got fast food. Daniel knows this. I was fast food king. Mom was so adamant about not cooking when she got home from work. If I said I wanted Burger King's chicken nuggets, and McDonald's fries, she would go to both and get them to bring and them. And
1: a home. chili. I <laughs> heard a story, Daniel told me a story about um, you getting a hundred wings from, from B three. Was it a hundred? A hundred wings. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. BW3s. Was it hundred? He had it good. Yep.
2: And JJ was mad because we walked around to Andor's and Uncle Jerry's house and you ain't offer nobody if they want to <laughs> And he, and he gave you a hard time. And you ask about if you want some. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't and you know you weren't cleaning the the bone
0: to their liking. Look, man, uh, nobody needs to eat <laughs> the joints and gristle and stuff. I'm getting the adequate amount of meat off that's necessary.
1: That's how I
0: feel about it. Right. You know, Tuesday wing day. It was it was a tradition. So, it, Mom got me as many wings. And Lamar ate wings too. So I don't know if he was in the house at the time, but I. You know, if I said I wanted 40 wings, she was going to get 40 wings. Yeah. And I enjoyed every bit of meat that I did eat off of those bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wouldn't, you know, go into the ends and stuff. That's gross.
1: Yeah. I definitely remember um, as a kid, I couldn't stand when we had chicken nights. If the chicken was going to be on the bone because I, my dad was adamant, like, you clean that bone. <sighs> And I remember sitting at the table and like just about to fall asleep because he I couldn't get up until I cleaned my bone. But I to me it was clean. Oh yeah. To him it was not. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I mean parents get to a certain level. And again, you guys are now at the level of being parents. Mm-hmm. So you see certain things in your kids that you just You've grown to do yourselves, but they haven't gotten to that point where they've learned, okay, I really like this, I don't like this, but I can still eat this much of it.
1: Right. I right. get it. I
0: can still put myself back in those shoes of and still to this point like I'm not eating that part of the chicken. Right. Why? Like yep. you said, there there's a sufficient amount of meat to be eaten and hearing adults back in the day crunch through those parts <laughs> of chicken. Yeah, was I'm not just doing it. So nasty. <laughs> so nasty it's just certain parts of foods that don't need to be eaten it's certain foods that just don't need to be eaten like uh, episodes ago so back in episode four i talked about not needing to wash chicken and people got on me about it being a tradition and it was passed down and our grandmother used to do it just because our grandparents used to do it
1: doesn't mean doesn't we have need- to absolutely
0: like, they had lesser quality cuts of meat back then and, you know, lesser regulation. And they were still eating chitlins and chicken backs. Like, we don't... We've right. overcome You don't right. have to eat it. It's, it's okay. If you want to eat it, that's fine. But don't tell me I'm a lesser... Because I don't eat the not. joints and, and the gelatin and suck the bone marrow out of stuff. <laughs> no. Why?
1: Yep. But
2: Why? marrow is like a delicatessen, right?
0: In beef bones. Not in chicken bones. That's gross. Think of the anatomy of an animal. Bones of birds are hollow so that they can fly. So they have less density to their bones in general. But beef has thicker bone density because they're ground animals.
1: More marrow. Right.
0: So the marrow and the fat content is more prominent in those animals simply because they're heavier. They're denser. They're made to be eaten. We're made to chase them. We don't chase birds unless they're on the ground. Mm -hmm. Or we shoot them out the air. That's a lot of extra effort. We wasn't doing that back in the day easily because they had to use bow and arrow before they got guns. Now we got guns and we got chicken for days. So chicken wings for the Super Bowl. Think of how many, I know this ain't on the picky kids top, but think of how many birds have to die in order for somebody to get an order of wings. So true. So each section of wing is half a wing. So, essentially, every four wingettes that you're eating is one bird. So, if you order 12 wings, that's three chickens that had to be supplied in order for you to get one order of wings.
1: That's a thought.
0: Unless uh, it was a genetically modified chicken, but that's a whole other story. Why should it have more than two wings? You know, some of them got no heads and a bunch of wings. At one point, KFC had boneless chicken that looked like it had bones in it. I don't know where they're getting this stuff from. (laughs) But... (laughs) remember the commercial with, i hate the bones like no you didn't there wasn't no bones <laughs> like why why was there no bones in a thigh that looked like it had bones still in it <laughs> but, unfortunately i hate to cut it off there but that's the end of this week's episode of your food looks funny come back next week for part two of our three-part series on picky kids we get more into the media and genetics of kids diets we have some more funny stories between myself and my cousins Go to yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Check out any of my previous episodes. We also have some recipes up there. Donate to the show on there. Help us keep going with some more of these creative and funny episodes. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. All right.